Welcome to Yin Untangled. I'm Kat Mead. Welcome back everyone to Yin Untangled. I'm your host, Kat Mead, owner of The Yin Method, and I know it's been a while since I've offered up a new episode, but I'm here now and we're just chatting. So... Over the past few months, I've done a lot of work on creating my 25 and 50 hour yin yoga teacher trainings. It's been an interesting process because while creating, I've been taking myself back to basic concepts that are fundamental to the practice of yin, but I've also been on a pretty substantial journey of self-growth. Now, this journey has shown me many things. It's been showing me many things. (laughs) The biggest thing is that I cannot and will not be placed in a neat little box tied up with a bow and continue onward being the thing that this neat little box has on the label. I will not, I cannot, however you want to put it. Now, for a long time, I didn't believe that that was possible to make something of yourself in the world without labeling yourself or you know, just doing one thing and being really good at it. I think, well, I know, and I think I'm proof of this, that you can be really damn good at a lot of different things at the same time. You might not do them all at the same time, but you can be really, really good at lots of different things. And so I cannot label myself and I will not. So this thing that keeps dropping in for me is that these trainings that I'm putting together are not just about yin yoga. They're not just about me telling you about meridian lines and fascia and teaching you the poses. It is all of that, but it's more. The practice of yin yoga is a conversation. The poses are an important part of it, but the poses themselves are not the goal. The poses are a vehicle. The practice is a vehicle. The meridians or the energy lines are a way for us to open a conversation towards unity The observation of our breath, the tingles, the hot and cold changes in temperature are all an opportunity for us to sit with ourselves and to get to know ourselves better. And then as we start to get to know ourselves, we start to shed layers, layers of societal conditioning, layers of belief that may or may not be ours, layers of emotion, stress expectation that we've been holding deep within our bones, sometimes for lifetimes, we hold onto this stuff. And the thing that starts happening when we walk back into this connection and we shed these layers is that we start seeing ourselves and everything and everyone around us differently. Our perspective changes. We have space to question, to sit with what's happening, both internally and externally and to tease it all apart and to find the truth at the center of it all. Now, it's really hard to see truth and feel truth and know truth and be strong in truth when we're stressed and when everything inside of us is covered up with crap that we just don't know how to let go of. And so this idea of yin yoga, this idea that yin yoga is a conversation is bigger than it initially sounds. It's a conversation of connection. It's a conversation between our layers and our truest self. And on this journey, our mind is going to make up stories. It constantly makes up stories. Stories are how we make sense of our world. But our body speaks 
truth. The stories might not always be true, but our body speaks only truth. It has no other language. Our mind puts stuff on top of this truth, and so it can get distorted, but our body speaks truth. Or it tries to. This is a really nuanced concept now that I'm trying to speak about it, and I'm kind of you know, diving into it a bit more. This is what happens in yin and meditation and on a self-growth journey. We think we know something and then there's this other layer that comes up that we peel back and we realize that needs a little bit more um, thought or unraveling or breath. So this is what I'm getting to. There's so much more than just the poses and learning about the energy lines and the emotions that go along with our organs and everything because there's, it's just this journey of unraveling. So what happens when we get disconnected from our body, when we get disconnected from this truth, when it gets covered up with all this stuff, how do we open a deep and honest conversation with someone that we barely know? How do we get to that point of trust, of feeling able to open up, of being able to both listen and to give to that connection, to that friendship? The answer to this is like everything, varied and nuanced. But if yin is a conversation of connection, sometimes we need to get through small talk and the getting to know you phase first. So this takes practice. It takes discipline. It takes constantly showing up to yourself. I feel that in order to understand this practice of yin, to embody it and to perhaps eventually teach it, to hold space for people to know that they are seen, heard, felt, you, we, I need to do the work of peeling back our layers, continuing to dissolve layers of stress, lies, stories and beliefs that no longer ring true and that maybe never did on some level. This is ongoing work. It doesn't ever end and it can be joyful and painful and lonely and ecstatic. It can connect you with other people who are on their own journeys that resonate deeply with you. It may mean that others fall away. Committing to this practice of self-discovery and growth is committing to evolution. And when you commit to evolution, things cannot stay the same. If you've chosen to do this work, things cannot stay the same. Yin is a physical, energetic, and emotional practice of conversation towards connection, unity, and truth. Now, this is where I'm going to find my point to all of this. My trainings that I'm putting together are not just any old yin yoga teacher trainings. They will teach you the basics, the foundations, the poses, the practical stuff, because it's all really important. But we are going deeper. We're committing to practice, to evolve, to connect with ourselves. And in that connection, we are learning how to lead others as well. And when I say lead others, it doesn't mean that you're necessarily teaching others in a, on a yoga mat. You know, leading others can be by example, by becoming so connected and embodied in who you are and your truth and your practices and the things that make you feel that unity of self that you have no choice but to lead others in that example. All right. Now that I've just gone on that little tangent in my mind, I just lost my train of thought, but that's okay. We'll come back. So the five pillars of my trainings will be, well, they are 
be safe, be embodied, be useful, be empowered, and be creative. The concepts that I keep coming back to are, it's experiential. You know, experiential means that we have an experience and an observation, and that helps us to learn. It's about attunement, which is bringing something into harmony. It's about embodiment, which is bringing an idea or a quality into this tangible sense within your body. You know, it's not just reading, a, you know, having a theoretical knowledge of something. It's having the wisdom in you rather than the, just the knowledge in your head. It's about practicality and it's fundamental. That's pretty obvious. It's about being safe and it's about knowing the basics so that you have a groundwork to jump off, jump up off from. And it's creative. Creative is you use your imagination. You use your experience. You use that space of embodiment and attunement to be creative. I don't need to tell you what being creative is. (laughs) So this is your vehicle towards unity, connection, and truth, your truth whatever that is, to be able to teach or practice from a deeply embodied space rather than just sitting on the mat with this theoretical knowledge you read in a book. So that's where I'm going to leave this episode. Very short, a little check-in to let you know where I've been lately, what I've been working through, what I've been working with, um, with the lockdowns and all of the bullshit that's been happening in Australia over the last several months. I've really not had a lot of brain space to keep on top of this show, Um, but I get analytics every week and there's every week at least 200 downloads still, and I'm not putting out new episodes, which is pretty cool. Um, So there's been a lot of reassessing, as I think you might be getting the vibe of in this episode, and I'm finding more clarity now as I move forward. So strap in, (laughs) there's heaps more to come, and if you'd like a free 17-ish minute attunement meditation that I've recorded recently, you can head to my website, which is theyinmethod.com slash attunement. Type in your email address and it'll come straight out to you. That puts you on my mailing list as well. So go and grab that. You can also sign up to my free yin yoga pose library if you would find that interesting. Thanks for sticking around. I'm over on Instagram fairly often. So that's at the yin method as well love to see you there and I will find you again on this podcast a very soon bye mm-hmm.